the Words and Nerds podcast. This is our fifth episode in the NaNoWriMo series for 2020. We have the original team back together tonight and one special guest. Welcome, Julianne Negri, encourager and dragon eyes expert. How are you tonight? Woo-hoo. Good. I needed to give myself the dragon eyes. <laughs> Did you get the mirror out? <laughs> Tristan Banks, our outlier and rebel, who has been also smashing out the words. How are you, Tristan? Looking relaxed? Smashing them out is probably an exaggeration at this point, but let's just say some words have been written this week, which is a win, right? That is amazing. And Adrian Beck, our night owl writer and brainchild of the Nano series. Shout out to you. How are you going, Mr. Beck? I'm going okay. I'm pretty nervous about the results for this week. Mm. Um, I'm not sure who's going to be, well, I'm pretty sure who's going to be the lead, but I'm wondering what else might be going on. Well, Adrian, there are some people on Twitter who are really interested about this rivalry. Julianne, no offence, no one cares about us, but it's all about the rivalry (laughs) between Adrian and Tristan. But the wooden spoon. Yeah, it's (laughs) the the race for the wooden spoon. That's what it is. Do you want to... uh, get out the graph and then we'll introduce our very, very special guest. Okay. All right. Let's do a word count update in this very important, this is the, this is the last week we're leading into. So what we just came from was the premiership quarter. What Holden, our great friend, um, friend of the show, friend of the show who was on last week, uh, Holden Shepherd said is the danger zone. <laughs> so what Holden Shepherd described as the danger zone, how did we go? Did we get through it? Well, let me show you. So last week we had a clear leader. Uh, this was two weeks in. Danny V was on 30,000 words uh, right up the top of the leaderboard. How did she go this week, though? Let's oh. have a look. I think- oh, look at that. Goodness. <laughs> She's jumped up to 44,542 words. That's, That's unbelievable. That's amazing. That's fantastic. Oh. But then Sarah said they had to be good words and then I got scared. <laughs> She's coming up and we're going to find out if they have to be good words or not or whether they can just be <laughs> any old words because I don't know about you, but I've been transcribing the phone book just to get some of these words. <laughs> these words you happening. still have now, a phone book? Julianne Adrian? Negri, who is the pink line because she's got the wonderful pink hair, so she couldn't be any other colour really. She was sitting on 25,539 a couple of weeks ago, uh, one week ago. And as we catch up a week later... Busting through the danger zone, Julianne Negri has got herself to 35,100. 35,100. I don't know. know. The the line, it's kind of like... (laughs) It's going up. Doesn't matter. Someone's going up. There is a sag uh, I can see in the graph, <laughs> and I know Danny will um, will upload the the graph for people to see. But there is a bit of a, 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 a what would you call that? A curve? I, I don't want to call it a sag. No. <laughs> we shouldn't call it a sag. Okay, no. it's a curve. Yeah. All right. In the last couple of days, I can see you really picked up the pace, Julianne. Yeah. So I don't know whether you thought, okay, Tristan's back from holidays. I'm like, <laughs> I need to really crank this up. We'll find out how we all went in a moment, I guess. Um, myself. Too, that um, Danny V has been above the line for... The whole time. The, almost the entire time. She's like the, the Himalayas kind of thing, <laughs> powering over everyone else. She's <laughs> Everett and K2 and all those. Julianne's been sort of like... Um, flirting with the line, haven't you? Mm. You've been sort of dancing around the line yes. and like up and down and over it. I've been nowhere near the line. <laughs> well, this, that could all change. And the line we're talking about is that magical on track for 50K line, that magical through line that uh, we're all trying to make sure we're on. Uh, we're now, let's be real with. here. This is what everyone's waiting for. Now that they've got Julian and I over and done with, everyone's been waiting for this moment, the rivalry okay. between now, look, the boys. That's true. But I just did want to mention that Julianne slipped below the line for those that can't see it, but I think she's got a plan for how she's going to get back up above the line. But as you say, Danny, this there has been a little bit of rivalry, mainly coming from Tristan. I sort of rise above it quite nicely. But Tristan, <laughs> Tristan, sort of, he's Lies. down in the gutter, and Lies. he sort of he takes it one step too far most most of the time. So here I am at twenty two thousand two hundred and sixty nine a couple uh, a week ago, and then this week I have crept up to. You sixty-six. Sneaky, sneaky animal. Wow. Seventeen, sixteen and a half thousand words in a week. Sneaky, sneaky animal. 
Are you trying to catch me? You're trying to catch me. <laughs> Look, you will find that there was a, about four days ago, I, you can actually see that on the graph too. Our lines get sort of close. Mm. And I thought there was a chance that I might catch you. And then you obviously checked how much I was on. I did. You just went bang. <laughs> I did. I did. I went, he's not telling me how much he's on. So I'm going to look at now. And I'm like, oh my God, he's catching me. So I did. I did pull out some words because of you. Thank you. I am just below the line. I had a fleeting few days Barely. where I was above the line, but I'm just below, but I'm, uh, I'm still feeling like I'm, I'm going okay. But here we go. Now, this is the really interesting part because <laughs> Tristan has been below the line for the whole time. And, and continuing oh. below the line. <laughs> continuing below the line. Well, let's have a look. Let's see what's happened here. Uh, let's see how many he's, he's piled on this week. He was on 15,258 and he goes up to <gasps> 24,137. I love how you've just stayed the outlier. Is, it's half of what Danny V has written. <laughs> <laughs> In fairness, her book is going to end up twice as long, right? Correct. So you, you're needing to but write. You halve, you halve hers and we're all beating it. Yes. Uh, look, you've, you've all done extremely well. Uh, we can see that there's been a slight change and perhaps in positions that we weren't expecting there to be a change. We might investigate that a little bit further, but we should get to our special guest, shouldn't we, Danny? We definitely should. So at the moment, it's Danny V on 44,000, myself on 38,000, Julianne Negri on 35,000, and Tristan Banks bringing up the rear with 24K. <laughs> with in one fairness, week to go. In fairness, I did go away on Friday and come back today so I haven't written in four days so I think I feel as though the next week is going to be extraordinary although I do only have three days of it in which to write uh, about (laughs) I want to be because it's the last week which we'll get we'll get to later on but uh one week to go to get to 50 yes one week let's do it one week Danny's basically there well I yeah not yet though so I don't think we should count any chickens before they hatch Let's introduce our guest. I'm super excited, super duper excited. Crime writer and, you know, the person with the best Twitter feed who I always look at and laugh because it's so sarcastic and sardonic and I wish I could tweet as well as her. (laughs) We have Sarah Bailey. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Hi, guys. Thank you for having me. (laughs) We love having a guest. The first time Fleur came on, we made her be our coach. Mm. Um, And then we had Holden Shepherd, who then scared us and told us we're all in the danger zone. Yep. I think looking at that, graph I started to feel quite fraudulent to be honest so um, (laughs) I might just sneak out the back (laughs) (laughs) well that begs the question why do you feel fraudulent where where are you at you're doing nano where are you at look I'm doing it um I am sort of doing it but in sort of a very uh half half ass way (laughs) that's amazing look you're in in great company here (laughs) oh no I don't I don't know about that but um I think it just, it fell on an unfortunate sort of month for me, but it is what it is. So I kind of thought, yep, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely do this um, and, and jump on the bandwagon. But I sort of didn't factor in the fact that um, I just finished a book and I think I'm sort of having a little bit of a rest from that. Right. I'm about to get the line edits back for that book. Um, and work has gone bananas and we're out of lockdown. So I'm drinking a lot. So it's kind of just think, did you say thinking a lot? I thought you said thinking a lot. I'm, think, I'm thinking a lot, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm stinking a lot. It's been a bad, <laughs> we know that. Yeah, it's been a bad sort of, um, well, it's been a good turn of events, I suppose, really, but hasn't been as conducive as one would have hoped from a, from a writing perspective. But I, do, I have been doing a lot of thinking. I think that's... <laughs> So, Sarah, did you have that, um, the goal to get to 50K and start at zero, like the traditional nano rhymo approach, or were you starting at a certain point or were you just doing your own thing like Tristan does? He just sort of makes up his own rules. No, I I was also uh, making up my own rules to a point because I I actually um, have a manuscript that's probably, I think it's just under half done. Um, and I did have kind of a bit of a grand sort of plan that I would finish it and that would be what NaNoWriMo would deliver for me. Right. <laughs> I think that's probably not going to be what happens seeing as it's the 24th of November. I <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, I was feeling increasingly alienated in this group until you came along, Sarah, and now I feel just, I don't know, like, like there's kinship there, you know, like. <laughs> um, Someone who doesn't care about the rules, Tristan, just like you. <laughs> 
I have, I have, I guess what I have done is I have, um, I've reread the, the manuscript that I've written so far. I've changed the tense. Uh, I've changed mm. a whole lot of stuff about it. And That's I've a lot of work. Right back into it. And then I actually deleted a whole bunch of words <laughs> and ended up with less words. It was pretty troubling. Um, I'm not sure that's how they want you to do it. No, that's not how it's supposed to work. But um, And now I'm kind of back on track, I think, and I've mapped out the middle and I've mapped out the end. So I've written kind of like a couple of scenes at various points in the book. I sort of know what happens. So I definitely feel much more into this manuscript than I did when I started. So I think that's really positive. That's a win. So it's been productive but not necessarily in word count. Exactly. I have more clarity and I feel, I think, more confident but I've <laughs> work to do and there's not a lot of evidence of industry at this point. So. <laughs> and do you always do that, Sarah? Do you always, um, like you're, you're about to get uh, line edits on, on a manuscript, do you always um, sort of leapfrog them? Do you always start on one before you finish the next or is that unusual for you? Um, oh, look, I, I mean, always is a bit of a tricky kind of word for me because I still feel like I don't have much of a pattern going. Um, I suppose that, yes, I have generally started my books before I've completely finished the, the one prior, um, but at various points. So, yeah, I, don't, I, haven't, I probably haven't been this close quartered before where I've sort of had one that's just finished structural edit and then I've sort of straight into writing the next one and then I'll be tag teaming it back again. So mm. um, I've got, this is for an audio book though, the one I'm, um, finishing now and it's actually an old manuscript that I started before I wrote any of my books that I'm reviving wow oh, is that's this the audible I, yeah yeah oh, cool oh that's good yeah so that's why I think it's been a bit um unusual because I've had to sort of get back into that story again and it's really different it's got a male protagonist and it's not uh it's not similar to any of the other books I've written. So I think it's, I think that's why it's taken me a little bit longer just to kind of reorient myself back into that story. So, so can, can I ask if the fact that it's NaNoWriMo, has that changed your, has that changed your, your way of writing? Has that influenced you at all? Um, you know, would you normally write this way? Uh, look, I think I'm, I have to be honest about not doing NaNoWriMo in the most sort of appropriate, proper way as I would have liked. <laughs> when, when November 1st started, I really did have quite good intentions to sort of write every day. Get all we the- all did. We all did. <laughs> yeah, and then, um, and then really work went sort of crazier than normal. So I've been doing a lot of like late night work as well as my job during the day. Um, and then just other sort of things have happened around that too. So, yeah, it's been pretty hectic. But I definitely have been, it's been a focus, it's been a forced focus kind of opportunity. Like I really have, you know, printed it out on day one, reread it all, worked out I needed to change the tense, all that sort of stuff. So I got kind of organised quite early on. Yeah. And it just took a little while for any um, outcome. <laughs> yeah. I'm in a good groove now. <laughs> Fortunately, it's, it's almost December, so. Yeah, but I, but I sort of wonder about that. I like, you know, our intentions on day one versus what it feels like when you're in it versus how we're going to feel down the track looking back. Yeah. You know, like they're all different, aren't they? You know, like um, I kind of think that down the track we'll think, oh, that was great that we did that and have that, you know, 50,000 terrible words or whatever. <laughs> Yeah. I'm speaking to myself there, guys. It's okay. Um, no, you're yeah. pretty accurate. Yeah, accurate. You know what I mean? I think we'll be glad that we that we did it. It's not quite what we intended, but when, you know, it's it still gives you that parameters that kind of forces you to just, you know, get the bum glue and just sit there and do it. <laughs> mm. Did you just say bum glue? I said bum glue, yeah. All right. Mm. I was just checking. Yeah. <laughs> you've got to kind of sit there, and I'm not very good at just sitting still. I think any progress is good progress. So whether you're finishing a manuscript or wanting to write half or wanting to do whatever, I think any progress is good and any of these conversations are good because different people are approaching it in different ways and I think that's awesome. And Tristan has extended NaNoWriMo um, 
through December. So really anything goes. <laughs> In fairness to me, only till the 9th of December, which gives me from, from tomorrow, from, from, well, from Wednesday to Wednesday. So I have about 11 writing days in order to write 26,000 words, right? So yeah. what is that? Is anyone good at maths? No. no. 2,000. Let's just call it 2,000 a day and have a day off. Yeah, it might be like 2,200 or something like that or 2,300. Anyway. Yeah. Who do we write to to get an extension? Can I have an extension too? Yes, granted. <laughs> yeah. So, Danny, you'll give anyone, you'll just say yes to anyone for anything. You, yeah. They can say, oh, can I call it finished now? You'd say yes. There's got to be some rules, surely. Hey, well, that's Sarah, why we're here. We go the opposite. So there's Sarah, balance. There's I know balance. You, you are a hugely successful crime writer and we all love your work. Um, but I'm wondering, any, any of your past books, have they been written in the NaNoWriMo period or are they just a bit too long for that? Or, and if so, how did you break through that last week where you just, you're almost exhausted? So I, I have only done NaNoWriMo once before and it was with my second book and it just was perfectly timed because um, I sort of started writing, or I started sort of really nutting that out in October of three years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I heard about NaNoWriMo and I thought, oh, that will work really well for me because I like sort of goals and sort of targets and things like that. And um, it sort of worked well because the 1st of November was sort of literally when I was going to sit down and start writing the book. Mm-hmm. Well, I actually think that worked a lot better for me because I was sort of just running at empty pages and I felt like that kind of um, format of NaNoWriMo where you're just trying to get words down and really get some pace behind you um, and then sort of that body of work. I really enjoyed that. And I was working full-time then too, but I think it just sort of felt like it fit better. Mm. Maybe, and there's a lot of factors, so this might not be the only variable that is a little bit sort of a miss here, but I think having the existing sort of manuscript, like the 25,000-odd words to start with, I'm not sure. I think it took me sort of a while just to get my head back into it. And so... Mm. I felt like I was behind the race a bit already. Yeah, and, and redrafting is kind of more thought time rather than word time, isn't it? Yeah, I just felt like I was I was actually spending a fair bit of time sort of working on the book, but then I would sort of get to the end of a few hours and look back and sort of think I haven't really achieved anything, but I think I have achieved things. It's just that they're not as tangible, so... I'm sort of wondering whether NaNoWriMo is perhaps better suited to that, you know, hard running at empty pages. And yeah. but you really need to kind of just get traction, yeah. um, get the words out, whereas perhaps it's not yeah. as good for what I've been trying to use it for. But look, I think either way, I needed to get a move on because the deadline <laughs> is March. So <laughs> if, if, if anything, it's kind of got me back in the zone. <laughs> Yeah. And that's a positive thing. Yeah. yeah, but, but, you know, I don't know about the rest of you, but I'm already, like, thinking about next NaNoWriMo. I'm always- <laughs> well, we're going to be, Julianne, we're going to be in the camper van next NaNoWriMo. Yeah, and I've got, like, good intentions of being all organised. Um, like you mentioned, Sarah, like, you know, knowing what my story's about and having it all mapped out in October and then just, you know, sitting yeah. down and writing. Whereas this that would help. like, I literally got the idea the day before and went... Mm. You know, I've changed the main character's names. I don't know how many times. I, totally, I think NaNoWriMo as well, it's a little bit like, you know, when the year starts and you sort of, you're really in December, you're like, gosh, this is going to be such a great year. I'm going to sort of like buy a calendar and be really organised and I'm going <laughs> to buy lots of food every week and have stuff ready and it's going to be perfect. And then it gets to the end of January and you're like, okay, next year. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to do all those things and it's going to be really good. And you sort of almost write off the rest of the year because you've ruined it all. Hey, can um, I ask, I wonder if I could ask everyone in this last, like the, the th- we're in the third, um, well, we just finished the, the third quarter. What do we learn in the third quarter? Because Julianne, <laughs> you had that curve. We're not using the word sag. Well, you had that curve. What happened with the curve? Like what went wrong? Can we say something went wrong or was it just some Sarah Bailey thinking time? No, it was not thinking time. It was self-doubt time. It was, this is a waste of time because I'm going to cut all these words anyway because these words are so bad. Um, I don't know what my book is about. Like, it was like the full crisis dip. Really? And it was like, because I, 
I didn't go in very prepared about what the book was. I was sort of like, how many subplots can this book have? You know, like I was just like <laughs> so all over the place and it just felt like it was like I was just really losing hold of it right in the middle. I, I just couldn't rein in the story and work out what it was about. And I actually went off and started a new story. And Really? Yeah. And, uh, and, then, and then I kind in of... In the middle of Nano, you've started a second story. Yeah, it's really good. Um, and, then, and then I kind of had a breakthrough where I just spent a whole day on it and I kind of went, ah, that's what this story is about. And it just sort of came out of nowhere, like out of being lost and this conversation between two characters and, and you know, and, and a backstory that I'd written ages ago that I thought maybe I'd lose kind of suddenly making sense. And you know how your brain just places all these things and then suddenly it gelled and I was like, oh, I know what my book's about now. And then I was like, fine. I was like, what changed? I, I just think I got some clarity and some faith that it was going somewhere because yeah. I was just feeling like literally I would be better off thinking about it before I wrote it. Yeah. Because I'm used to thinking more and then just writing. And it was mm -hmm. just like I was writing stuff and I was like, where is this even coming from? Like my subconscious was just dredging up all this really strange <laughs> stuff. And mm -hmm. even in my dreams, I've been dreaming that I'm losing my footing. Like that I'm walking along, looking at the stars and going, oh, wow, the stars look really great. And then suddenly I fall over. I wonder what and that means, Julian. It must oh. mean something. It means I've got no idea what I'm doing. You're having nano nightmares. I'm having nano nightmares. When you think about the nights that you had those dreams, did it coincide with when Adrian started climbing up <laughs> and overtaking you on the nanograph? Probably did. Was Probably it? Did. Yeah. He was like, it was him dragging you down. Probably. Adrian gives like, everyone nightmares. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Danny. Hey, um, well, what? you know, the funny thing is um, you had that, that crisis of confidence, Julianne, and then you just smashed it when you worked through it. But I, I, looking back at the graph, there was a crisis of confidence for Danny V as well. Even though she's still up at 44 and a half thousand, there was a few days there where you were almost plateauing. What happened with you, Danny? Uh, I, I'd said I was going to quit. I did 20,000. I'm like, oh, I suck. All right. I had this great idea, 20,000 words in. And then I went, no, don't know where I'm going. I suck. But then um, I think he yelled at me in caps lock. and in Again? Yeah, like always yelling at me. <laughs> um, and then so I think these, these talks and these meetings, I feel like this has been more um, helpful for me than the actual word count. It's great to see the graph going up, but I know that I've got to, it's like presenting your homework. It's like, well, I've mm. got to present homework to my mm. nano friends. Mm. And, you know, I guess that's what's encouraging me to keep going. And what I'm actually really worried about is what's going to happen 30 November without anyone checking on me. <laughs> I'll be like, ah. <laughs> We can still be friends, Danny. Oh, thank you, thank you. So yeah, we don't I don't just know. wipe you. <laughs> just blocked. <laughs> so At I'm least wondering... you know I'm still going to be writing. You can take comfort every day when you show up and know that I'm still going to be going till like February four. <laughs> so I changed my plans a little bit. So what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm aiming for sixty thousand by thirty November, because then I feel like because the book has to be around ninety or whatever, and so then I feel like then into December I'm going to just try and fatten it up and fill it up with the bits that are all missing with the 30. Mm. So I, I have a, a finished manuscript, if you like, from beginning, middle to end. Yeah. I just need to fatten it up with the 30K. Yep. Great so idea. that's my plan. But I'm asking if maybe we can check in maybe once, twice in December, <laughs> just to keep... I have time for you, Danny. You know, oh, we might have Not think... weekly. I'm not going to ask for <laughs> weekly. I'd love that. But that's too much to ask. Maybe monthly we can check in, get the stick out, Adrian, not the sure. cat. Hey, I think that's smart that you're going to get to the 60 and then, and then fill it out. And, and uh, because I do, I'm doing the same thing. I, I've got a similar, um, I've got a similar goal. I want to get to around the 40 K mark. And I know that there are scenes where, you know, I've barely described anything. Yeah. I've just had two people <laughs> yeah. just talking. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I think there's lots of ways where I can flesh things out, which will eat up that, you know, that extra 10 K words easy. So, which is tricky because it's slow. I find that slower yeah, when you're just slower. hammering out yeah. scenes and you're not really worrying about fleshing it out with detail at all or yeah. emotion, just people, you know, basically colliding with each other and then we go <laughs> on to the next thing. Um, that's easier to write, even though you, it's not that easy, to be honest, because you're just really just trying to charge I'm, forward. I'm but not even writing he said, she said. 
<laughs> but it, I think it's slower. It's slower progress when you're fleshing it out. Yeah. You, you spend a couple because I was I was I was had a bit of a practice. I did one one chapter a couple of days ago, and I thought I'm just going to get some word count out by just making this chapter actually make sense, right? <laughs> and I spent two hours, and I thought, oh, I, I should be, you know adding on another thousand, you know, this is really going to grind Tristan's gears. This is fantastic. <laughs> and I looked at it and I was like only 200 words up and I'm like, oh. what, is, what is this? I can't finesse anything anymore. I'm just going to go hard, man. Yeah, December's for finessing, I reckon. Yeah. So we'll come together in December at some point and talk about finessing. Can I just suggest, make a suggestion, Julianne, too? Why no he said, she said? They're words. I'm doing like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, writing. Wow. I'm writing he said, she said after every bit of dialogue just to add those <laughs> extra two words. My brain's going so fast because I haven't really thought about this story. Like I'm literally like just transcribing stuff that's just like coming to my imagination really quickly and I don't normally write like that. So I'm just kind of like going, oh, wow, mm. this is happening now. Okay. And just mm. sort of writing it down and sort of um, that's why I'm sort of feeling lost because I'm just like, wow, I don't even know where the, I'm, it's not like I'm go, I'm used to going for a walk with the dog in the morning, thinking about these two characters and what has to happen and okay, what would represent that and maybe this thing and, you know, like really analysing it and doing it that way. And this way it's just like, well, I don't know, he said this. Mm. And so it's like literally just going, it's the weird, it's going to be the weirdest document when it's in. I, I think everyone's, like, I don't know how long all your books are sort of going to end up being, but I think no matter what, you get to a percentage of completion and that tipping point is really hard. It's kind of like, you know, the first 20,000 words where it's just so happy and joyful because it's like you're just not carrying many things in the super bar, supermarket and you kind of mm-hmm. go, I'm going a basket, I'm only getting a couple of things and it's really easy to carry and then you start picking up more stuff and then you get <laughs> to the point where you're like dropping stuff and then... Yeah. It yeah. takes you ages to kind of admit that you need a basket. <laughs> and I always put I always put the bread in first and then I put milk on top of it and I get squished bread and I never learn. Is I don't know what that has to do with writing though, Adrian. <laughs> just I just want to know why, where you got your momentum from this week, Adrian. You've just like taken off. Uh, well, I, I know that I've got, I've got a lot coming up this week. Um, and so I've kind of thought I need to bank some words, but also bank some words. Nice. But also when, I mean, I'm a competitive beast. I'm not sure if that's come across, but I'm a competitive beast. And when I could tell that I was close to people there, that sort of urged me on Mm. a little bit, but also I wanted to ask, I wanted to ask Tristan because Tristan, you've been pretty consistent. The the rest, the um, Julianne and Danny, and to an extent Sarah, who's been doing a lot of thinking, which uh, we don't <laughs> want to discount. But um, she's been there's, consistently. There's been a bit of a crisis of confidence, even a small one. I don't want to use the word sag because I got in trouble for that. But there's been a bit of a curve uh, with some of the some of the writing count with the with the um, lines. What about you, Tristan? Have you had that crisis of confidence, or are you Mr. Cool Customer? Nothing phases Tristan. He just goes go, plays his own game. You know. I think I think what's helping my um, lack of sagginess <laughs> is um, is that I don't that. actually plot my um, jot my number of words into a graph on NaNoWriMo because I didn't actually sign up in the first place. So. <laughs> So my line looks fantastic because it just go, I get a straight line from last week to this week to the next week. So it looks like I'm just like powering through while you guys have got all these little kind of de- deviations and things. And uh, so I think that that has a lot to do with it. I, and I, you know what? I think it actually would be consistently up a little bit if I'd actually written in the last two days rather than been away on an anniversary kind of holiday. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, I, I think... How many of you have full-time jobs? Because I was feeling that kinship with Sarah and then she says full-time job and I realised I don't have a full... Like I'm supposed to... Writing is supposed to be my full-time job. Full-time. Are you Julianne as well? Three days. Sorry, I'm I'm part-timer. Yeah, okay. It's amazing that you're, you know, full-time jobs and three-day-a-week jobs uh, and still cracking up uh, so many words and, and writing books consistently. I think that deserves a round of applause. Oh. I, I think you'll always notice that my dip are the three days that I work. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. Adrian's pointing out your sagginess and it's actually just because you actually do some work occasionally, <laughs> um, which he doesn't understand. <laughs> That's true. What is work? <laughs> you guys all write, um, like, in terms of the words that you've gotten down, are they all linear or are you writing sort of bits and scenes that jump around quite a bit? I've gone linear. Same. 
because I don't know what I'm writing. So I just need to, I'm, just, I'm surprised by whatever comes up next. So I, I can't really jump around. I've, I, as I said, I've got a, I don't know if, actually, I don't know if I said this bit, but I've got a couple of gaps where I know that I need an extra chapter here and an extra chapter there. But yeah, basically it's all just, um, you know, from start to finish. I actually did write my ending. So I wrote my beginning 20,000, then I wrote my ending and then I'm going linear again. Because I was thinking if there's only sort of a week to go. And Which there is. Start to get... <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I mean, I've just remembered that. But uh, <laughs> if, um, if you sort of get, not stuck, but it starts to feel like it's slowing down, there'll probably be a temptation to just jump ahead and just write and get as many words down. So I think I remember last time in NaNoWriMo, because I'd started from scratch, I definitely recall in that last week sort of thinking, okay, I'm not sure exactly what happens there, but I'm going to jump and mm. sort of write a bit at the end that I know exactly what that scene looks like and I just want yep. to get as many words down before the time bomb goes off. Mm. Um, and that, would you recommend that approach? Yeah, I, I would because I sort of think that you can almost get yourself into a bit of a trap if you're sort of stuck on a scene. Mm. and it's, it's not like you've got writer's block, but it's just feeling slow and sort of soupy. And then I think it sort of helps if you can go, well, I'm really excited about the thing that I know is coming up next. So I'll just write that scene. And then I often find that kind of lubricates the scene that you were struggling with. So I think it starts to, it starts to all connect, I think, if you, if you do that. Mm. Uh, not that My, mine is all over the place. Like I literally think I've written a whole lot of subplots and forgotten about <laughs> the plot. <laughs> Maybe it's just like a collection of short stories. Plot. I've literally lost the plot. <laughs> Oh, can I just quickly ask you on, on that front and sort of about jumping around and things, do you, have, have any of you had any, I know Julianne's had some major revelations that have then taken her off in different directions, but in terms of writing in a linear way and, you know, Adrian and Danny are just extraordinarily, extraordinarily prolific. Um, are you, have you had any big things where you're like, oh my God, that character's dead from the beginning. And yet, yeah. you know what I mean? And then you've got to re-engineer stuff. And then, and, and if so, do you just um, caps lock um, characters dead from beginning and then mm. assume that? Or do you, are, you, are you going in and planting some seeds of the dead character throughout? Mm. Or? I've got almost, not, not the dead thing, but I've, got, I've <laughs> definitely got that thing, that sort of thing happening where characters have done things which I weren't expecting them to do. Um, and I needed to, I need to go back. I haven't yet. But I know I need to go back and do a little bit of foreshadowing here and there. Um, but, yeah, and I think that's what we've been saying all across the journey is when you're writing like a reader and, and you leave you leave these surprises to occur naturally for you, it, it's actually kind of fun. It's I would never do it again. But that is <laughs> one of the good things. Not that much fun. No, it's not that much fun. But that's one of the good things about not plotting is that you do, you feel like you're going on that same journey. And um, But as a writer... Uh, you do think yourself, right, I really need to, you know, plant a few clues here for what's coming up rather than suddenly, you know, this crazy monster just falls from the sky. Um, so, yeah. I, I certainly do the caps lock. Do you? It usually says something like, oh, my God, Julianne, you are so stupid. Why didn't you know this? It's very encouraging to yourself. Yeah, it's oh, good, good so self-talk. I, I normally have, like, this big thing and then just go, oh, my God, you're going to have to fix those first five chapters. You know, like, I just sort of leave messages like that. But... I've had some some decisions to make, but a revelation has made them for me. Mm-hmm. Like I've gone, is it this or is it this? Is it this? Is it this? And then I got to, you know, 30,000 words and went, oh, my God, of course it's that, you mm. know, like, and then we'll have to go back and change it. I think yeah. because I'm writing crime, I, I got to 20,000 and that's when I had my crisis. I had to do some planning because mm. with crime there are, you know, you have to have clues, you have to have foreshadowing and I couldn't put all that in the end. Mm. And even though it starts off as a how done it, it then sort of becomes also a who done it later on. So I had to stop. That's why I got stuck. So 20,000 I spent two days and that was where my sag was. <laughs> I, I spent two days just <laughs> jotting down a plan and then um, I tried another character voice and I was like, oh, no. Nah don't like her. And then another character voice came. Um, and so half now the story is in two perspectives, which I never thought that character would have a voice. And now she's got mm. half a book. Wow. <laughs> yeah. How cool is that? And that and as, as a crime writer, Sarah, do you have to plot it out? Oh, I'm terrible at plotting my books out. <laughs> Says the crime writer. <laughs> I really, I try every time I've written a book so far, I've tried to sit down and, you know, be a responsible writer and plot it all out. And I just... I just get so bored I have to start ah. writing. 
<laughs> so boring, isn't it? It's Plotting boring. is boring. And, yeah. it's, and it's kind of boring writing to a plot too. It's just yeah, sort of becomes worse. I just can't seem to, to do it. So I think I've stopped trying to do it, which has been a good um, sort of progress um, piece, mm -hmm. I think. But, um, yeah, I definitely, this the, the thing that I'm writing at the moment, the thing, um, it's got three parts and three acts, I suppose. It's sort of like mm -hmm. act one, act two, act three, and then the act two is the past and then the two other acts are the present. So that's actually been helpful because I can jump into the different parts of the book and feel like I can kind of write in that section without losing momentum because they've each got their own momentum, I suppose. Mm. And even though they do link back, um, and a lot of that first week was actually me changing the tense but also realising that uh, something that I'd revealed at the start needed to come out and actually go in the past mm -hmm. so that it was revealed later. So that's kind of what I mean. Like I lost all these words and I was like, this is insane. Like it's actually reverse working. I'm, I'm <laughs> book. I started at 23, now I'm at 15. <laughs> Maybe that's what, December, that's what happens in December, guys. You write in November and you cut all the words in December. I think that's so satisfying though. I love nothing more than cutting out like an 8,000 word sequence and then just slamming those two sections together that had all this boring stuff in between. And then suddenly you've got this dynamic story that kind of cracks along i love cutting words yeah i think it's like i know deep down it's progress because it's better and it's neater and it makes more sense and it's structurally more satisfying but mm. i think there is just something so counterintuitive about <laughs> pulling words out and feeling like you're doing all this work but then you look at the sort of the, the total and it's not more than it was and um yeah i guess that's just part of the process but um yeah, I think picking up an old idea too has been really strange. So perhaps I kind of needed to just really knuckle down and sort of get get used to it again. And that's what this has been really useful for. So I'm hoping that in December, it's just going to be like letting it go and it'll just pour out of my brain. <laughs> but um, well, I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. So where are we? Are we are we on to like setting, dreaming, uh, our, our goals, setting goals, the agenda for the next week? Mm, well, there's only a week left. So what's the plan? What's the, who's got a plan? Oh, I've got a plan. What's your plan? Okay, I've got a plan. It involves this. Oh my god, he's got a prop. Got this props. is a. No, it's not a prop. This is this. This is something that uh, I came across today. It's a. Oh, uh, you're pudding. Christmas milk chocolate pudding. Okay, so recommended to me from uh, from friend of the pod Tim Harris, saying it's the best uh, Christmas treat possibly ever wished for. You're so sending every time... uh, me and Tim one of those, aren't you? After your <laughs> shop today? Don't think so. Oh, that's um, uh, after every thousand words, I am uh, <laughs> rewarding myself with a a good chunk of uh, Christmas milk chocolate pudding. And that, I hope, will get me through this final week. That's my plan. Anyway, can you have but, a look at that box and can you hmm. tell me how many calories that thing has? Calories? Yeah, I'm interested. Uh, calories for nano, they don't count. Uh, cal <laughs> calories, uh, where do I find calories? Clearly, I don't look at calories that much. <laughs> um, think about writing energy? energy? 4,740. No. no, not 4,000. 475 oh. kilojoules. Yeah. 4,000 kilojoules. No, 475. Oh, okay. Oh, that's not too bad. That's like 100 calories. Yeah. Oh, you, can, you can have one after every 1,000 words. Just down one after every 1,000 A whole pudding words. after every 1,000 yeah. words. I Absolutely. think I might. That's Mission that, granted. NaNoWriMo should come with um, like a nutritionist and personal trainer. Yeah. That's right. And the, good, the thing I'm excited about is when you're going to write for as long as I'm going to write, I'm going to be able to pick up those chocolate puddings cheap after Christmas. <laughs> That's right. 50 cents each and stuff. I'm going to be able to have, have a whole one after every chapter. That's right. <laughs> I love that, Tristan. I love that. <laughs> hey, no, actually, in all honesty, um, yeah, do you think you'll – what does winning mean? What does success mean to everyone here? And how do you think you're going to get there if you're going to get there in this last quarter? Great question, Adrian. My thing is I told you from the very beginning I need to bloody finish something because I never have. So that's my goal, 60 at the 60. end of the month. So and when then... we catch up at the end of the month, you want to hit 60. And can I tell you my secret? Yes. I've pretended I'm not excited about this. I'm going on a work trip tomorrow night where I get to stay in a hotel room on my own, right? Mm. 
Beautiful. I'm, I'm telling my whole family it's such an inconvenience, right? But I'm really excited. So I'm going to go <laughs> after work, going to finish work at four, and I'm going to go and grab like some tacos or something and nachos, and I'm going to yes. sneak back into my room. Yep. And then I'm going to sit in my room with my laptop and I'm just going to be by myself. I'm going to stay up all night. It's going to be great. Can't really? wait. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> I love the excitement level. Yeah. yeah. That's, <laughs> That's so my cool. secret. I love it. So will you get there? Will you get to six, do you think, this time next week? Yeah. Right. <laughs> just put it on the line. Mm. I think I'll get to 50. What about Julianne? What does successful success look like for you? And how do you think you're going to achieve it if you are? Uh, Will you get 50? Oh yeah, I reckon I'll get 50. I'm going to go, go. I'm gonna try and get 50. Um, at the end of this, I want to know what the story of my book is. Where the plot is. I, know, I need to know what the plot is. Mm. And so I'm hoping, you know, that will be revealed. By the end. <laughs> um, I've written my ending, but yeah, there's still like a big sort of dark spot in the middle. So yeah, I'm just hoping that by the end of it, I've got a cohesive plot. That's what I'm hoping. And 50K. And 50K, yeah. What's your secret? How are you going to get there? I ignore my family, the usual secret. (laughs) Oh, fair enough. (laughs) Tristan, what's successful look like for you? You're going to go for a certain number or are you not going to put it on the line? Uh, I think six, you know what? And I'm not just doing this to crawl to you guys, you know, but um, success for me, I feel a little boost of success each day that I'm writing in that I feel like an extra little push along from what I would be doing if I was, I think it would be much more ponderous by myself. I tend to be slow. I'll do a thousand words a day and I've I've definitely been faster than that in Mm. doing this. Mm. Uh, I am at 24,000 words and we're on the 24th of the month, but I haven't worked weekends and da, da, da. So I actually feel that little, a sense of success just by feeling the push along that we've had from doing this process. Um, Success for me is going to be getting close to 50,000 words. I'm going to go till the 9th of December um, just because I just know I am a bit slow and I am rewriting a draft and I'm chucking out huge swathes and then I'm reworking it and stuff like that. It just takes a while. And I don't want to, I don't want to sacrifice just by hitting the word count because the, the, the actual number each day doesn't feel like as much of a success as the, uh, you know, as, as, as making the story feel right. Can I just say, Adrian Beck's been rolling his eyes through that entire... His section, head was spinning around. Section. He just feels a sense of, I don't know, he feels emasculated, I think, by, <laughs> um, you know, he's just there trying to pound out the words. Mm. No. I don't know. Why were you rolling your eyes? Well, I mean, I want you, I want you to succeed, Tristan. <laughs> I, I am your greatest fan, as you know. And I want you to succeed. So I want, you, I want to see you knuckle down and get to that a certain word limit. By the time we catch up next week, what will you be at? Uh, I'm at 24. I reckon I'm going to be at 35 by the time. Okay. I'm, I'm, no, we're meeting on Sunday, aren't we? That's a lie. No, we're meeting oh, on the 30th. Th- what the 30th, 30th is a Monday, I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I reckon I'm going to be at 34. I'm going to go 10,000 words. Big call. Okay. I like 34, it. 10,000 in a week. All right. Yeah. Interesting. Fantastic. Sarah, where will you be on the 30th of November? I think I'm going to Sydney for work, but I don't have the ability to lock myself away, I, I think, like you, Danny. So um, Only one night. <laughs> I Probably I'm a little bit like Kristen in that I don't actually know how long this book's going to end up being. I know it's yeah. a lot shorter than the novels that I've written. So I'm hoping that I'm already halfway on about 30,000 words at the moment. Um, and I do know what happens. So I think as long as I can start to kind of, just map out a couple more of those key scenes, I'll be really happy. Hmm. Um, and then I think I'll have the sort of trajectory to, to complete it, you know, relatively quickly after November. So that's hmm. my, my plan. We'll see how we go. Um, Good plan. My, my incentive at the moment is that other book I started, I really, <laughs> really like it. So I need to finish this one so I can get on with that one. A good incentive having another idea that you really want to start. Like yeah. it, I find that really motivating as well. So yeah, it's 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 nice to sort of be like tempted by another idea. So does that motivate you to work on the current idea, or does it motivate you just to abandon the current idea? Now nowadays, it motivates me to work 
on the current idea so I mm. can get to the next one. But um, this manuscript that I'm currently rewriting, working on, was abandoned for my first novel. Wow. So it's weird how it's kind of come back and had a, had a second life. But I love I, that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I never expected it to sort of end up being a book or, or an audio book or whatever. So um, hopefully it does make it. <laughs> mm, I really <laughs> like that. Yeah, I like that idea of that manuscript that just sits on your desktop and then can come to life again years later. I like mm. that. There is a temptation when you're writing one thing. There's always that temptation in your mind. I'm always excited about the thing that I'm not writing at the point. Like, man, that's going to be, I know I'm hating this, but it's going to be fantastic when I start working on that one that I really love. And then, of course, I start working on that and I'm like, this is really hard. So much. Mm. To be honest, there's points in the book where it would be exciting to write, you know, an admin form. Like, you know, it's kind of. It's not just shiny new ideas. It's also just anything but the thing. That's yeah. So, um, yeah, it is good, though, when it's actually a good concept that you, that you tend to buy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so exciting this last week. I just hope we're not like, you know, I, I kind of, I keep thinking of the, um, the Olympics where they have that, you know, the, the walk. And they do the the Olympic walk. And who is that famous person? Yeah, that's Julianne's doing a great impression of it. I don't know whether she's she's been a walker professionally in the past. Um, <laughs> I'd like to see a try. Heel toe, heel toe, heel toe. She's all over but it. Remember when they someone was well ahead, and I think they were an Aussie. Is it Nova she, Paris something? Nova. I, I don't know. Was it Nova Paris? I don't know if it was, but oh, okay. there was an Aussie that was well ahead. And there's this famous footage and she just collapses and it's all over. And I just hope that's not Danny B. Adrian! Oh, man, what a rude human being. He started on, it was on you, now he started on me. I am not a fan of this, Adrian. And I'm not Danny, that. You leave Danny V alone, Adrian Beck. Danny, uh, you are sitting pretty at the moment on 44 and, and you know, it's lonely at the top. That's all I'll say. <laughs> Danny V is the glue, mate, and I, don't, I won't have you ripping, tearing the glue apart. Actually, I don't think I think she's going to absolutely blitz it, and she will get to that sixty um, because there's nothing stopping her. <laughs> Only myself. You're a machine. It's and actually keep, unbelievable. But I keep having these these distractions, and I will thank my friend Adrian, who's now my enemy and bully, mm. um, who just he actually said to me today, um, write that swear word book just stop it stop Danny and write but I needed it I needed I it I said write the hey, flipping hey, book you did hey, you hey, said write hey, the hey, flipping book yeah. you know on, on NaNoWriMo when you log in Tristan you won't know this but like you get little <laughs> little badges oh they right? motivate me and, and, <laughs> and, and you get these little like you know like little that says a lot to me Adrian Betty <laughs> falling on your screen and you yeah. know like really good for you you know your little brain to go Ooh. yeah you know, so, I, I find that difficult because I go, oh, yeah, they've made up these things and then when you hit the thing and then they, it just pops up. I find that hard to get excited about. I wish Adrian's I got pudding now. He's got yeah, pudding. And, and yeah. look, you know, Tristan, you probably have a much more interesting life than the rest of us, so, you know, maybe that's boring oh, really? to you. But, man, I'm when not I sure had Betty falling <laughs> on my screen, I was like, this is pretty good. I'm really liking this. Yeah. But, you know, maybe, maybe there's a badge for, um, for a NaNoWriMo buddy bully. That can get. Oh, come on. No, it's tough love. I mean, I can see where you're all at. And I know you just need a little shove across the line. Um, it's all about the stick, not the you, carrot. You can't all get the amazing badges that I have achieved. No. I can see it here. There's a badge there of someone, one NaNoWriMo uh, flushing another NaNoWriMo as head down the toilet. I think that's, that could be the one. And then another one stealing their lunch money. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. I try and flush my head down the toilet all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing is, if any of our books from this, you yeah. know, like get published, you you have to invite your nano crew to the book launch. Absolutely. Byron Bay, Tristan. There's no doubt. <laughs> and we each get 2.5% of the royalties. <laughs> No matter who, and then we're just pooling, we're spreading our resources. It's All like right. A- well, look, I'm in because I'm the only person who hasn't been published. So I got zero to lose, and you got everything to lose. So sign me up. <laughs> yep, sounds good. It's a good plan. I think, be, I think it's a great. We have to be in. We have to be in everyone's acknowledgements. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Let's write our acknowledgements. That's, oh like That's words. That's words, Julian. That's it. It's in NaNoWriMo. That helps. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think we've lost the plot now. It's been an hour. We've lost the plot. I think it's time. Thank you so much, Sarah, for coming. Thanks. Thank you, Sarah. Joining the chaos. That's done an amazing job. And I, I think that the, the checking in stuff does keep you really accountable. So it's a very good strategy you've got going, I think. Well, keep checking in on Twitter. We we are often uh, tweeting rather than working during the week. So if you are a Twitterer, uh, are you a Twitterer, Sarah? Oh, she's the best Twitterer. You're making me feel bad because everyone's got these massive numbers, and I'm like, no, oh, just I'll be I'll be tweeting, so you'll be fine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like join join the uh, conversation this week. You can encourage us. You can give Adrian a hard time. It's Come on. Send him gifts. He loves gifts. I do it with love. Hey, um, we, we it's that last week. We're just gonna we're just gonna have to crawl across the line and hope that we don't fall over like the um the famous runner that we've forgotten the name Thanks. of. Thanks. It's gonna Walker. be my image now, my memory. Uh, so we need, we have some nano shout outs, Danny. Do you want to do, do some shout outs, or do you want me to do some shout outs? Uh, my phone died. Can you do it? I'll do some shout outs. That's just <laughs> as I was saying. Um, now speaking of someone who's blitzing it, Siobhan Plaza. She got through it in two weeks, 50K in two weeks. What is going on there? That's unbelievable. Anyway, she's um, she's already done and dusted. She's put her cue in the rack. Um, <laughs> now, here's a few others that have been following along on the journey. And congratulations to everyone. Thank you for getting involved. Paul Dalgano, uh, 39,000. So that's up there. Wow. Ashley Meikle, 40,000. This is wow. fantastic. Solid. They're doing the um, the rounding up that Tristan was doing at the start of the, start of the <laughs> process. Uh, so 39 and 40, respectively, which is great. Ewa Ramsey, 35,037. Well done, Ewa. Nicole DeMorton, 40,658. Amazing. We're all ho- honing in on that 60. So mm. everyone's doing really well. TJ Edwards. TJ Edwards. I saw something online from TJ it looked like a, a completement. Um, a merit certificate. What was it, Danny? <laughs> it was a badge. It was bigger I haven't than got badge. there yet, so I can't tell you, but it oh, was some like sort a, of a, a nano merit certificate. It did. So I think TJ's actually got to his 50K. Because he has. That's amazing. And uh, Laura, uh, who just goes by Laura, um, she's a bit like Prince in that way. I think she's it's the got, girl who writes. Is that her yes, little tag? Right. Twitter yep. handle? 31,268. So well, these are all the people that have been hanging in and they've, they're racking up some good numbers. So congratulations to everyone. I out, Adrian, that, that most of these people seem to have more words than us. So maybe one of the keys to uh, a successful NaNoWriMo is not having a podcast about it and then tweeting all week. Maybe the key is to actually write some stuff. <laughs> I'll but, do a case study next year. <laughs> I feel like we've been motivating people because I said, tell me word count by 5pm and then, you know, TJ goes, right, I'm going to get to 50 before. 5 p.m. So I feel like we're not only creating words for ourselves, we're helping people create words for themselves too. Like, how good's that? That's That's community service. Well, good luck, everyone, this week. Um, I hope my little uh, little bit of tough love will get you across the line. Um, Maybe cry all week. Yep, and uh, Danny's going to have the night of her life uh, riding away away from home, so that'll be amazing. So she'll probably have it finished by the end of that night. When, when is that? Is that uh, it's tomorrow night, people? Tomorrow night. Tomorrow she'll night. probably I'm... be done. She's done. She's she's <laughs> finished. She's nailed it. <laughs> but no, everyone else will be we'll be getting there. To, we'll be getting to the line. I'm sure of it. And um, <laughs> if at any stage anyone feels like they need a bit of extra motivation, just wander down to the to the shops and get yourself a little bit of a milk chocolate. Pudding just to get you across the uh, line there. Yeah. Lovely. Tell them I'm I sent you. I'm going to have 31 of them in January. <laughs> All half price. Yes. Stay All out of date. <laughs> Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thank you. It was lovely to see your lovely faces again. Thank you for being our guest this week, Sarah. It's always a pleasure to chat with you. Hey, Sarah Bailey, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, Sarah. Good luck this week. Thank you. Good luck to everyone out there as well. Hope you get yeah. to 50K. Keep riding. See you, see you at the end. <laughs> <laughs>